Welcome to the consciousness field of the Become Love podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Become Love. My name is Sylvie Solis, and today we're going to talk about intuition. One of my favorite, favorite subjects to talk about, and also one of the most disruptive. In fact, no. Intuition is the ultimate disruption. And I'm talking about self-disruption. And I'll tell you why. But before we go into that, I want to tell you that we're also going to explore five areas, five areas where intuition is the key. Five things that you can work at the highest of the high, at the best of the best, in intuitive space. Which is my favorite thing. I'm so excited. So excited. First, let me tell you why intuition equals the ultimate disruption. Okay? It is disruptive to operate out of intuition. Why? Because most of the population, most people, are operating out of the intellect only. But guess what? We don't just have our in- intellect available to us. We also have our intuition available to us. And together, it creates wholeness. Together, it creates a powerful engine, a powerful engine to navigate life at the most optimal. Okay? And this is one of the biggest problems. One of the biggest problems we face in society is this separation. It's like we're walking around like half, using half of our potential. You know, so we're looking like this, like uh, slanted. We're looking a little slanted. And sometimes we feel fragmented. We feel like we don't feel the wholeness we, we, we feel sort of a, this separation. Sometimes we feel like we cannot be ourselves. And I'm going to tell you why. And intuition plays a very, very key part into all of this. First of all, what is intuition and what is the intellect? They are both information processing systems. Information processing systems. This is an information-based reality, this reality we call life. It's an information-based reality. And the way that we process and interact and receive and put out, we do this through our information-based processing systems called the intellect and the intuition. These are both systems that come from consciousness. However, I will go a little further into this in the video, further into into the video, how intuition has a direct connection and generally the bulk of our authentic self, the core of our being, and all of the things, all of the benefits that you get with intuitive space. I'm going to go into that. I'm going to go into that when we're born, you know, the, the brain is not fully developed, which by the way, that's part of the avatar, which is a computation of this reality, 
consciousness is there, consciousness is who we are, and then this physical body is our avatar. This is why I call myself and everybody a source player, because we are consciousness playing a character. We are consciousness playing this personality. I call Sylvie Solise, whatever your name is, right? Whoever you are playing, this is my character. And then when I I'm done with this character and I pass on, transcend, um, I will go into a different character, but it'll be the same consciousness. I will have gained all this experience, life experience, which I would turn into hopefully wisdom. And then I'm going to take that with me. That's all we take with us. Those memories, that information, um, and, and the feelings, the feelings that we have experienced because feeling space the is part of the intuitive space. Okay, but let me go first in order. So in the first eight years of our lives, we are in 1000% intuitive space, intuitive space. It's all about imagination. It's all about perceiving reality from a feeling space. It's about, of course, it's also about developing a healthy, hopefully a healthy ego, but it's about developing the ego, which is why children are the way they are. And they need to be understood at that level of awareness of what is happening. Okay. It is natural and normal to be who they are because that's who they are. And they're 100% in their authentic self because that's what intuitive space is all about. So let me go through really quickly what intuitive space holds for us. What does intuitive space hold for us, holds for us, which is just my office. It's my favorite place to be. Uh, I think I've said this before, but dream state and intuitive space is my office. That's where I work out of. And it is a wonderful place to work. P.S. Intellectual space is wonderful as well. It has a purpose and a role, just like intuitive space. And the goal where we're aiming at is to integrate both know when to use intuitive space, know when to use intellectual space, and for them to unite and work as a team because that is love. That is love, okay? But today in this video, I'm going to be zeroing in on intuition and these five things that you have available to you to work out of in intuitive space, okay? So here are the five things. Intuitive space is where you actually heal. You do the healing in intuitive space. Healing happens in intuitive space, okay? It's a very intuitive process that is flows that it's all about using your imagination to direct to direct and and manifest reality okay imagination is real y'all y'all imagination is not just something that you oh it's just I'm just imagining something no imagination is reality it's real in fact Test has been done that your body does not even uh, like compute what is the difference between what you're experiencing in the physical reality versus what you're imagining. 
doesn't it doesn't understand the difference. It's the same thing for the entire avatar computation. So, okay. So healing is done on an intuitive level, which means that when we get in intuitive space is when we actually can do the most healing for ourselves and for others, for ourselves and for others. Okay. Because the reason why we're going to heal something that's out of balance anyways, because where it got out of balance, the root, the source of where it came from, this imbalance comes from a state in intuitive space. It comes from the information that we hold in the storage room of within intuitive space. Therefore, we need to go back to where it came from and work out of that space in order to take it out from the root, not address a symptom, not address a symptom that's already in a physical, in the physical body or maybe in between, but go to the source. Of course, we do need to treat the body once it's in the body as well. However, to get rid of, because if you treat just the body and you get rid of something, but you don't address it at the root level on, in intuitive space within the realms of intuitive space or the non-physical reality, then it's very easy to just create another. It's going to, it's going to end up appearing again in a different physical situation or the same. It's going to come back. Okay, so that's where we go to the root of things. So even when you get rid of things at the physical level, if you don't get rid of things at the root of where it happened, which is in a non-physical realm in intuitive space, then you're going to manifest another imbalance. It's going to happen again, whether it's the same one or something new, but it's going to continue to happen. So we do want to address healing at the root level in intuitive space where it was created at the consciousness level. And why, why am I saying at the consciousness level in intuitive space? Because this is number two. Intuitive space is the home of the core of your being. It is where your authentic self resides. Okay? It is where your authentic self resides. And this is why Another amazing thing, which is linked to this because it's all about relationships. Relationships are done intuitively. To connect with one another, to connect with one another, you have to do it. You have to do it from an authentic level, from the core of who you are. You don't connect to someone self-image to self-image. That's a very superficial and, and, and intellectually linked a very ego-based, ego I would say, connection. And it's going, to, it's going to have a lot of turmoil. And we'll go into that particular one, maybe in another episode. But basically, relationships are done in intuitive space. Relationships are intuitive because that's the authentic. That's where your authentic self comes out. If you want a real connection, like a true intimacy, true intimate connection with authentic self to authentic self, real, real core of your being. Now this comes with a lot of things because when you're at the core of your being, you're going to bring it all. You're going to be vulnerable enough 
to show yourself as you are in every color and hue and spectrum of reality, right? And, and a lot of people are afraid of that. They're afraid to be who they are, to even accept themselves, accept everything about themselves. And, I, and this is why become love is so important and to have these conversations in this podcast to me because my vision is to live in a reality where everybody is authentic, where everybody is who they truly are, not coming from some sort of self-image you've created to cope and survive and get acceptance and, and belong somewhere and to pretend to be someone so that you can feel love and loved. No, that, that will never work. This is why we have so many things going on now within ourselves on a psychological level, because just merely because of this, this discrepancy, this, which is why I'm saying that it is disruptive to operate and navigate life out of intuition. It takes courage. It takes courage to be who you are, to accept everything about yourself and to, and to own it, to own who you are, to own who you are. And if you don't like it, guess what? You get to change it. It's up to you. You get to do it. You can change it, right? So relationships and authenticity is an intuitive space, an intuitive space. You're not thinking, oh, I better I better say this so that I'm more connected to this person. Or you're not, you're not, you're not like analyzing, uh, who do I need to be? Or do I need to be this person in order to, to connect to this person or to be in this relationship or to be liked or to be accepted? That is 100% intellectual. We just are. We just are authentically. That's intuitive space. There's no thought about who we are. We are just being. This is what I said this before. This is what Tom Campbell calls the being level. I love that. Tom is one of my mentors and uh, he really helped me to attain the vocabulary to express and convey all of these, all of this information that I have been experiencing and that I have been realizing since I was really, really young. And, and, and this whole intuitive space experience, which I've been developing and developing and developing and developing and developing since I was a little girl. And you can watch episode one and two to give you more of a broad strokes about what I mean of my journey of developing intuition and intuitive space, which is what I train people on to develop intuitive space because it affects all areas of your life, including peak state, peak performance what people call flow state. Flow state is just intuition, okay? It's just another word to, to, call, to describe intuition and intuitive space because you will go next level, full potential within intuitive space because that's also where you work out of, you work your fears and limitations out of the best, Brings me to the second, no, third. I have it over here in front of me, my notes. The third, let's go into overcoming fear and limiting beliefs. Fear is at the consciousness level. Like we store fear 
within our consciousness. We have that information, that distorted information there. And it is really challenging sometimes to identify our fears. We don't see them, which is why we interact with other people in relationship to reflect what we cannot see within ourselves. Okay? Relate. That's where relationship is the gold, is a beautiful place to learn more about ourselves. And then it is up to us to make the choices, to develop the self-awareness, to work it through, work out and work, break through our own limitations, which are, you know, a bunch of programs like limiting beliefs, beliefs that don't serve us, beliefs that keeps us small, that keeps us stuck, that keeps us in serving fear. And what we want to do is we want to serve love and expand, expand and liberate ourselves from the illusionary limitations that are just he- in our in our mind, in our consciousness. Okay, it's not here. Obviously, it's everywhere. Um, I went into that in, on episode, in the last episode where I said uh, where I said that to me in my personal experience, information, the mind, consciousness is everywhere. So, so when we want to work through fear, we go to town and do it in a intuitive space. Why? Because we don't intellectualize it. We feel it. And intuitive space is the feeling space. And this is where intuition is so disruptive because... Check all the stuff out I've already said. Check it all out. These are all the things that in society, in the systems of society, have been constantly, repeatedly suppressed within us. That we've been told, we've been told lies. We've been told to not feel so much. That feeling is wrong. That feeling, all these feelings is is not acceptable that we shouldn't be this way, that it's too much. And this is just ignorance. And it is, a, it is suppression at, at its best. And in the school system, for example, where we just suppress our, our bodies and our, all of our feelings, we just got to sit there and just look and listen and be quiet. I mean, it doesn't work, which is one of the reasons why I, I unschool, homeschool my son. And I will go into another episode on unschooling and my journey experience because it's amazing. And it is just, it, there's so much to say about it, which I haven't really seen a lot of information on this angle on homeschooling, unschooling out there in the internet, in the world, in the YouTubes and all that jazz. So we'll, I'm definitely going to do an episode on that. So getting back to overcoming fears and limitations in intuitive space I'm going to go into actually number four, because they're all very much linked together. Emotions, that's number four. Emotions are at the consciousness level in intuitive space. Because consciousness is its home, the home of consciousness is in intuitive space, that's where we That's where we deal with emotions, feelings, right? It's a feeling space. We deal there with emotions. And so when we feel our emotions, we're not thinking about it. 
We're not saying, I remember Tom used to say this, we don't think like, oh, I'm going to get mad now. I love that. We don't. We don't say, I'm going to get mad. You just get mad. You don't just say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be frustrated now because of this, this, and that. No, you just, something happened, bam, the trigger. You get triggered and you get upset. You get mad. You get angry. You get enraged. You get frustrated. You get annoyed. So you, you don't just think about, oh, I'm, I'm going to get frustrated now. Like as a choice, you you make that choice. You're like, I'm going to get mad now because of this, this, and now. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, I'm mad now. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's it's more like something happens, you get triggered, and you're, you're like, and it just comes out like, oh, this is frustrating. Oh, this is annoying. I'm mad. I'm upset. You know, like all of these emotions just come out. That is an intuitive process. You just process that information intuitively. It's so raw. It's so raw. And emotions are such a wonderful way to identify your real current state of being. Your current state of being. Your level of understanding of things. How you interpreting and processing things. If you have an emotion that is quote-unquote negative or not so useful. Not so useful because it's giving you a negative interpretation of reality. Therefore, you're going to create more of that kind of jazz, more of that kind of fire. Um, if you have a negative interpretation of reality and you get really amped up about it, does it separate or does it unite? You got to ask yourself, does it separate or does it unite? And separation usually is more fear-based and uniting is usually more love-based. And there's so much information that we are not getting in that immediate interpretation that we have to go deeper. We have to ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves and question and challenge our own interpretation of reality if it's that negative, if it's creating such turmoil within us. That means it's usually linked to a fear, which is there in consciousness level. And so when we start asking ourselves, instead of becoming reactive and explosive, we start to become more self-aware and we start to become more uh, responsive, responsive to our own feelings, to our own emotions. So we start to ask ourselves, become the observer, which that is who you are. And then you say, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Where is this coming from? And just wait to receive the, 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 the information because it's going to come to you if you're truly asking the questions that are going to bring you more information that is going to help you evolve and enhance the quality of your, your consciousness. So emotions emotions which is something that happens in intuitive in intuitive space is something that we work through to get to the fears to transform and get rid of the fears so we can actually overcome our own limitations even more efficiently in intuitive space because they're coming from processes that happen in intuitive space that are created stored in intuitive space Okay, does that make sense? So if you're looking for fear, for your limitations, for some programs, for some information that is distorted, look at your emotions. 
become more self-aware of what you're feeling. It's going to give you an indication. You can actually, you can actually travel down that road to ask the questions to get to the actual programs that you're actually storing and thinking about that are triggering this emotion, which are in intuitive space. This is the kind of work that I do in intuitive space and has transformed my parenting, not just myself, but the way that I see my child, that I can work with my child, that I can empower my child, that I can liberate my child and not suppress, but rather expand, expand. We grow, we bloom instead of the opposite. Okay, which the majority of the population in this reality we call life is in systems. They are in systems that cultivate and encourage and sometimes even manipulate more of the suppression rather than the expression of the core of our being. That's powerful. That is powerful. I mean, here we are, you know, living our lives every day, but this is happening, right? And there's a bunch of things that are happening in the world that sometimes we don't even know about or don't even realize or learn about that are not the best when we are a little more grown up, but we all have a calling to help, to facilitate the evolution, the growth, the liberation of certain sectors in life. We all have these callings to become love, to be better, to heal ourselves. And we have the power to do that within ourselves, within the core of our being. We actually are equipped. We are equipped with the tools to do this. However, what happens with intuitive space is that we have been living in a system with a particular system that suppresses the development of our intuition. If you look at if you look at the school system, which the majority of the population goes through, it's all about developing the intellect. It's all about developing the intellect. Why? So we can make money and we can just, you know, all about the material, material, material. But guess what? That's not all we are. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's a powerful tool. It is, I, I love it. We couldn't go through this reality without that, right? Because it is a physical reality. However, it is not the only thing. It is not what's going to make you happy, that's for sure. It's going to supply a particular foundational base need on a perspective of reality, on a angle of reality, of the experience of humanity and material reality, which allows us to go deeper within our own experience so that we can gain more information Context, right? Gain more information so that we can what? Learn and grow, which is the ultimate purpose of all of us as a collective, right? So, so the system doesn't work. The system doesn't work. Of uh, There's many systems that don't work, my friends, and it is up to us to change them. We have choice, okay? We have choice. We have choice to respond. How do we respond to what is brought to us? How do we respond to what comes and what arises within us, we have control over that, meaning we have 
the opportunity to transmute it and transform it. And this is why I created MoveBit Alchemy. I created it for me. I needed it. I needed it when I became a mom and I was faced with all this because I was in such intuitive space, I was seeing my fears more clearly, my limitations, the information, and other people, my, my child, so everybody around me, I was picking up on all the data stream, which brings me to number five, give me a second, <laughs> give me a second, which, which was, I was so overwhelmed with the information, and this is actually where, you know, stress, anxiety, even what people call ADHD, it's coming from an overwhelm, an overwhelm of information that you are picking up because you're so sensitive to the subtle information because you're generally more intuitive. This is what it is. It's just bottom line. It's just you're more intuitive. Okay. And so, and then people want to label it. Oh yeah, you got the HDHD. Uh, oh yeah, you got this, you got that. And they just want to put names, but it doesn't, they don't, can't explain to you why or where it comes from or nothing like that. Of course, an explanation on just a physical, on the physical body, on a brain neurology will, will give you some information, but it's very limited information. And it's information that it's reflecting something, but it is not the root of it. It is not the root of it. So all of these things are coming from a sensitive being, right? A very intuitive dominant being trying to cope with the information that is being brought to our awareness. So it's a very aware being. Okay. That's what they call sensitive. The whole empath thing is all about just being very intuitive and not knowing like when, when you're having a challenge with this, that the overwhelm, the anxiety, the not knowing how to cope with all of this information. How do we work through all of this information that we are containing within our being? And so hence, Move Bed Alchemy was born. I, I was trying to cope with all of these things until I realized there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. And I have to understand the mechanism the mechanism of all of this that's happening. Because intuitively, I was receiving so much information, I had to organize that information, and I had to put it in a structure. And then uh, this is just what, this is still what I do. And then just grab it, and then just put it. Do, 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 do. And so then, there it was. I came up with a bunch of tools, put my basket, <laughs> put it in my basket, and my supernatural woman basket, right? Because I transmute all the information in this in this space. I'm able to go in, just like the garbage that you can hear, the garbage truck that's outside my, ah, that's so synchronistic. I love it. And I that was, that's what alchemy is all about. You transform what is not useful. That's the metaphor. And you transform it into something super useful, okay? It's transformation at its most basic foundational, okay? And everyone is different. Everyone has their own. I always encourage even my clients or anybody that works with me or if I'm just talking to anybody, my son, I always encourage people to, you can start here with this, this idea or this tool that I am offering to you because I have personal experience with it. However, once you have practice, you've, you've really 
work through, or maybe it doesn't work for you, that particular one. But what I'm saying is that then I encourage people to branch out, come up with your own, try other ones, right? There's not one tool that's going to get you anywhere. There's multiple. We're so lucky and abundant, all of us. There's so many different tools you could use that you can create your own tool bag, that you can create your own method. Um, and this is my method, the MoveBit Alchemy, which where, where I move information, move bit, because for me, we're an, in an information-based reality. And in my experience, it's been more like a video game experience. And so it's very digital. Um, even I remember... I remember when I was in, when I first started reading neuro, neurology books at the end of my high school years, I, it was like a homecoming for me because it gave me something activated, it gave me a perspective. I started to see the patterns between digital technology and our brain. It was so obvious to me. I could see so much of the similarities that I started looking at that, what, what, you know, I started looking at the brain and the mind and all of that as more of a digitalized reality, a digitalized uh, way of working through and understanding the mechanics, the inner working of ourselves. That worked for me. So that, that spoke to me which is probably why I was very drawn to Tom Campbell's work because I felt like he was speaking my language and I understood. And not only that, but we had very similar childhood experiences with intuition, intuitive space, and developing our intuition and our supernatural and phenomenon things that we experienced that I was able to, through him, understand more of my own experience and also share it as, as, a, like, as a tribe, you know, because in school, yeah, I, I was just so intuitive and it was not fitting in the school system of where people are pushing into the intellect, pushing the intellect when now people are pushing the intellect when you're like two years old, two years old. They want you to like buy three or four or something preschool, you got to already, you got to be reading and writing and all this. And I'm like, what? That Those are processes of the intellect. And the intellect is best, is most optimally, optimally developed at after age eight or 10. Like you begin, like, look, there's a lot of information that intuitively you receive. Oh, this is number five. <laughs> Let's go to number five. Number five, and this is one of my favorites, by the way. It is the most magical, magical experiences ever for me, where I experience every single day. I just channel information. Okay, so channeling information is number five. You channel information at, in intuitive space. Intuitive space is for channeling information. It is the place to be to channel information. It is the place to be to channel information. I can't say that enough. What do I mean and why? Because intuitive space is the only and direct connection to the databases of the universe. 
the databases of the universe. Just visualize this for a minute. I'm going to give you a, a metaphor. And all of this is, these are all metaphors, by the way. But we've got to have a way to communicate with language as well. <laughs> so here I am. So when I say databases, I'm talking about, I'm sure you've heard of, and maybe some of you haven't, but I'm sure some of you have, of the Akashic Records. It is a, like a hard drive, like a storage of information for the universe, for the universe, okay, maybe even beyond, I don't know, of past, future, and present, I love it how I said past, future, and present, people usually go past, present, and future, but that just worked for me, because intuition is non-linear, by the way, and holistic, okay, so it's, <laughs> but there is an order and a sweet sequence of things, yes, um, so Past, future, and present. Past, future, and present. You can find information. So all that information is stored in these databases of the universe. Anything that you think of, whether you acted on it or not, is stored there. Information. Every piece of information from this reality, from the consciousnesses of this, of this reality, Everything, every probability that has ever been thought of or exists is stored in these databases of the universe, okay? I prefer the word database. You maybe prefer the Akashic. Maybe you come up with your own new one, the library of the universe, <laughs> the ultimate library of the universe. It doesn't matter. Language is there to describe the objective reality. We can communicate with our feelings. We can communicate just looking at each other in the eyes. Okay? But we use language as well in this reality, right? So let's use it. I'm using it right now to you. Because in order to receive that information, if I just don't say anything, I just stare at you the whole time, which I can do that. But you got to pick up the information on the other side, right? Like you got to activate your antenna which you probably have it, everybody has it, but some have it more developed than others. And you can consciously choose to develop it, intentionally develop it more, 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 and more. Like I've been doing it since I was a little girl. This is what I train on. And it is a blast. It is so amazing. It is just, it's, a, it's what makes magic real. Magic real. Magic to me is not some fantasy situation. Like there's a mechanics to magic and it, it's real, okay? You just call it magic. These are all words, people, okay? Choose, you know, remember that book, Choose Your Own Adventure? <laughs> I love that book, Choose Your Own Adventure, when we were kids. Choose your own words. That's why there's a Starbucks and a coffee bean and an intelligentsia, whatever, because choose your favorite. Which one's going to resonate with you? When people are like, oh, no, I can't do that business because there's already one. So what? Do it. If, if really you have a calling and it's a good business and it, it profits the world and yourself, awesome. Do it because you have a unique way of doing it. You're going to come up with a unique way of doing it. Nobody is the owner of the truth. Nobody is the owner of the truth. Everybody has it. Everyone has it. You just got to tap into it. 
And then there's the individualized truth, but with your personal experience. And then there's the collective truth when we've all agreed on a particular information and a particular source. What is truth? Truth is the source of something, the source of something, of of a piece of information, the root of it, right? And we all agree on it, then it becomes a collective truth. Agreements, people. Okay. So intuitive space is the only direct connection, direct connection to these databases of the universe and source, what people call God, the universe, source. Uh, Tom calls it the um, larger consciousness. My favorite is just source, the source, source. So you get access, direct access to these databases in intuitive space and to source, right? You have this direct relationship to God, the universe, and it's beautiful because you got to develop that relationship. You have to develop that relationship. It's a rela- relationships have to get developed. It, they just develop. Sometimes you you meet somebody and you're like, God, it's like I knew this person my whole life. It's so familiar. And that's how I felt about my husband when I first met him, Jesse. I just looked in his eyes and I knew that he was family, that I, I knew him. There was such a familiar, maybe we were together other lives, I don't know, but we definitely, we definitely were connecting at more subtle remembrance levels, that's for sure. And you can have this with many people because we've played this game before, people, <laughs> many times before, and we all have had different avatars and I'm sure different types of relationships and experiences with each other. And it's just uh, so interesting. I love this stuff. Anyways, so you have access to these databases and gosh, it's been so amazing for me to tap into. This is how I found my husband, Jesse. Uh, I tapped in and, and I downloaded a, a manual, how to find him. It's, it's kind of like in the matrix when you, you know, the operator, right? Um, link, send me a lo- location. <laughs> That's how I was. I was like, uh, source, send me a location of Jesse. I mean, I mean, I didn't know his name was Jesse by, at that time, but send me a location of my source mate. Boom. <laughs> Downloaded a program. Downloaded a manual where he is, location spot, where, abouts where. And then I downloaded channeled, whatever you want to call it, choose your word, a method to date, how to date, how to go more effective dating. (laughs) And I followed it to the T. It works, people. When you download information intuitively, it is so accurate. And that's the difference between intuitive space and intellectual space, that there's very limiting information in, in the intellect, okay? And there is just endless, unlimited amounts of information, past, future, and present, and all types of probabilities that are available to you, depending on the choices that you make and the roads that you go, choose your own adventure, within the information that comes through through intuitive space. I mean, it's amazing. Now, 
you got to trust. You have to trust your intuitive guidance, inner guidance system. That's why I'm wearing this compass right here. Um, for those of you listening in the audio, <laughs> I always do this, don't I? I uh, have, I'm wearing this necklace and it has a, a compass in it. Anyways, that's, I'll talk about that some other time. So yes, inner, it, it pretty much stands for my inner guidance system, um, intuitive space for me. And uh, the, the awareness of just trusting, trusting that inner guidance system. And I have trusted it since day one and it's never led me to a wrong place. I'm not saying that intuitive space never gets it wrong. It, it, there's probabilities. This is a probabilistic reality, y'all. Probabilistic reality. And so there are high probabilities and there are very low probabilities. It depends on what you're asking. It depends also, is this going to benefit yourself and the whole? Is this going to be for your consciousness growth? This is not like a magic genie, uh, a ball for whatever you want it to be. It, you have to, I've, you have to have the consciousness, the level of consciousness to use it with integrity to use it with uh, high morale, to use it with consciousness to the cause and effect, not just for yourself, but for everybody. And this is one of the things I always nurture in my son, cultivate in my, in my son's path and in his conscious, within his consciousness is always look three steps ahead before you make that choice consequence, consequence. Who will it affect? How will it affect? What are the probabilities? Right? And you can channel the information for you to make better decisions, better choices that will yield to better results in your life, but not just for yourself, for the whole, for everybody, for everybody. Okay? This is love. We think of the whole. We think of the whole. And we're all learning. I'm not like, like master at this yet either, but I'm on that path. I'm on that path with you. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's inspiring. It's, uh, it's just a calling. It's a calling, a pull that it pulls me there. And, and it just tells me, and this is another thing, that intuitive space doesn't reason. That's some, it's, that is a, a quality of intellectual processing. And so with intuitive space, you, you receive, you don't question, right? Because it's not about questioning. Then you'll already be in, intu in intellectual space. And then you execute and you execute and you trust, you trust that knowing. And it's never led me particular personally in a in an unfortunate place, it's always led me to amazing next level experiences, to amazing places. And, and sometimes it's been just, I'll tell you one, one quick story. So magical. Well, not only this, did it bring me, yes, my, my, give me the information, how do I find my husband and the dating? Because y'all, I know dating is tough out there. I know dating is tough out there. And this system was amazingly effective. It was so effective to get through the, 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 sp 
splish and splash junk to get through the garbage, to get through what was not going to be a match. I don't want to waste my time already. I'm like, I want to get to the actual relationship that's going to be long last. I want to get to the one. I, you know, thank you, but no thank you. So this, this, um, inner, um, this method that dating method that I channel was just amazing for effectiveness. And this is disruptive, yo. This is disruptive. This is disruptive because innovation comes from intuitive space, my dear source players. Innovation comes from these visions that have vast information, expanded information. They're not limited. You're actually seeing a big picture reality, a bigger picture, and bigger picture frames are received, envisioned in intuitive space because there are no limits. There's no like the reasoning, the analytical process. You're just receiving it. You just receive it. You receive it. Now, the receiving part is interesting because there are multiple ways of receiving information, okay? Multiple ways. And we'll go into that in another episode. This is a fun story. I mean, there's so many stories. I have so many stories on this because it happens every day. You know, you're, you're not, you don't turn it off. Like, you turn it on and you integrate the intuitive with the intellect. And then you that's how you operate from a holistic, a whole, well, Intuitive space of holistic, but you, as you integrate both the intellect and the intuition, you are becoming more whole. You are becoming more integrated. And you will never, ever feel alone because you are not. So the story, yes, quick story. I love this story because what I felt when that happened, it was my mom and I were together. And what we felt, we were like crying laughing because we felt so much expansion Okay, so much expansion. But my mom got her citizenship. This was at uh, the beginning where uh, I became a mom, like t- within two years. She got finally got her citizenship. She was a permanent resident, but then she, when she got her citizenship, she finally gets her citizenship. Citizenship. We're from Peru. We were born in Peru, Lima, Peru. And so she gets, she comes, to, you know, she comes I, from day one. Ah, my citizenship, awesome, whatever. The next day, she can't find it. Where is the citizenship? I have no idea. She spent six months, okay? This is efficiency right here. Six months looking for that citizenship. Of course, I was a new mom and I was super, she didn't want to, she has this idea that she doesn't want to bother me because I'm so busy with my son. But I'm like, mom, you could have just asked me like quick. But anyways, so she spent six months looking for nothing. She was, she couldn't travel to Peru. She was so depressed. She wanted to go and, and visit her family. She was so depressed about it. One day I'm at her house, six months later, I'm at her house with my baby. And we're just hanging out. She's like, can you believe I've turned this house upside down? This, that, every little nook and cranny, nothing. I can't find, I don't know. I think I completely lost it. And I remember she had to, she was thinking about filing to, you had to pay like $700 to get a replacement or something like that. And I'm like, she, and she said to me, she goes, can you use your magic and see if you can find it? And I was like, oh my God, why didn't she ask me before? Literally all I did was tune in because now I know, I know how to drop into intuitive space like so fast because I've developed this space so much. So all I did, it took me maybe 10 seconds, dropped into the space, received the information. I went straight 
to, didn't even question, went straight to, it was, it's funny, but you got it. I went straight to a bookshelf. She had a bookshelf. The last book, which was under like 10 books, I opened the book. There was a magazine. I opened the magazine. There it was. <laughs> we, I myself get in all the time. It's turning red right now if you're watching me on video. Like I get like a jolt, the, the, the jolt of excitement already, like sell the memory just comes back again. How excited we, I'm like, my eyes are getting water right now. I just don't want to cry again. The crying and the laughing all at the same time, because it was so exciting. It, six months, people. She's looking for six months for this. She was about to pay $700 time and money, time and money. This is what intuitive space goes next level for you, okay? <laughs> and it took me less than a minute to find it through Intuitive Space. In the silliest place ever, but I received the information, go here, do it, boom, it's there. I mean, oh my God. That's, that's magic for me. That's magic. But it's not magic, you know. It's just, do you know what's happening? I understand what is happening consciously and intentionally. I'm using my intent and I'm using intuitive space to gather information. Like, I know what I'm doing and I know how to get into the intuitive space and what it feels like to receive and how to interpret the information and all that. All of that is development, meaning like it, it, it takes time to develop your intuition, but every single person it's their birthright. You are supposed to be whole, both intellect and intuition. All right. I'm going to stop right there because my battery's about to run out. I'm just going to say like it, subscribe, and sign up to my newsletter if you want to go deeper. It's free. It's weekly. It's audio newsletter. Like this video, subscribe if you enjoy it. I'm going to talk more about this subject in many different ways because there's so much... <laughs> to talk about and to learn about and to deepen ourselves to within this subject and within intuitive space. It is just amazing. And it is a part of us. It is a part of us that we need to integrate. And emotional intelligence gets built there. And it is useful to manage it, to master it. And for our kids, all of this, all of this, for our liberation, their liberation, our empowerment, their empowerment. It is just, oh, it is powerful. And most of all, to become love. I never know how to sign out. Uh, I guess that I need to sign. I need to create some sort of sign out because I don't know how to sign out. But I'm just going to say, sending so much love to everybody out there. Talk to you next week.